0: And let's be clear, folks, the views coming from this show are right, a <laughs> 100%, most of the time. Uh, welcome, folks, welcome all, welcome you great listeners all across the Fruit of Plain, and uh, bienvenidos a mi gente de Mexico. Uh, yes, folks, we have listeners in Mexico, it's quite awesome. Uh, and we have listeners in other places, too, I, I don't even know if I find out all the time just from emails and people reaching out to me, so you listeners are great, and I appreciate it. Uh, welcome, welcome to the On Point with Victor show, I am Victor Armando. There is the Mexican, not afraid to be American, American. And this is the America's Web Radio Station uh, that you are tuned into, Uh, unless you're listening later, and you might be, uh, because we are on Spotify, we're on uh, Amazon, Alexa, or or whatever that thing is called these days, Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, just about any podcast platform that you can find we're on uh, you can also go to on point with victor i've got a website i've got a youtube channel on point with victor i'm on instagram on point with victor i'm i'm all over the place and ladies and gentlemen listen look i, I you guys know how i feel about social media i can't stand it but unfortunately uh every freaking program director that's uh out there these days uh they seem to think that that i need a social media presence so, <laughs> so it would do me well, and I would be very appreciative if uh, you guys would would continue go into your contact list. Do me a favor, just do me a favor. Go into your contact list, uh, whether it be your telephone, your your um, Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, and just put out and and ask your followers to follow this show. Ask, just do me that favor. I would really appreciate it. Spread the word. Do what you can. Put the word out on point with Victor Show. Turn people on to me and listen. Now, look, I I, I will never claim to be as talented as the godfather Rush Limbaugh, but you can tell people, hey, look, if you miss Rush, you might want to give Victor a listen to. I'm not. Again, (laughs) there will never be another Rush Limbaugh, ladies and gentlemen, but I strive to be as excellent as he was. Um I strive to do a show as, as good as as entertaining as Rush Limbaugh did. Uh so you can tell people, hey, if you miss Rush, why don't you listen to t- give Victor a listen to? Uh because I'm not like other hosts, folks, I'm really not. Um I I I am my own. <laughs> and where else are you going to get a little Spanglish in on a radio show <laughs> about politics? Uh <clears throat> So anyway, I really appreciate it. Spread the word, please spread the word. And if you are out there and you uh have a little extra <laughs> um, we could use the sponsorships folks we've got sponsorships availability um you can be uh, or if you just want to uh support the show uh we you can do it by being a patron of the on point with Victor show and just go to dot com, and you can be a patron of the show look we can't do it for free i would love to sit here and do this for free but i can't I can't. And uh, look, I'm not as expensive as those other radio show hosts. Uh, not yet, at least. <laughs> not yet. Uh, Alright folks, we got a lot to get to today. Listen, I, I, uh, boy, my goodness, uh, I have a message for Republicans today. I don't know what you people are doing. You establishment Republicans are just, and, and some of the conservatives too, I mean, you guys are driving me crazy. <laughs> I want to enthusiastically support you. And make no mistake, folks, make no mistake. I will support any Republican over the Democrats. Today's Democrat party is an authoritarian party. Today's Democrat party believes in the religion of climate. Uh today's Democrat party wants to control every aspect of your life and I can't partake in that. So there's no way. No way I would vote for today's Democrat. Not going to do it. Um but that doesn't mean that I'm in love with all the Republicans, and by golly, I'm not. And uh, But anyway, I look, I will call out politicians when they deserve to be called out. And right now, you Republicans that are chasing this impeachment to Joe Biden, what the heck are you people doing? There will be time enough to go after Biden. The Democrats have set the precedent. Once a president the, – the, they set the precedents. <laughs> I can speak. The Democrats have set the precedents. They've already done this. When a president leaves office, you can go after him with everything you got you can throw the book at him so you wait till Trump beats Biden. let the voters throw Biden out then you can go after him <clears throat> then you can do your you can continue your investigations and why am I saying this why am I because it's the old adage, ladies and gentlemen the old adage when your opponent i don't care what sport it is. or or politics or political race, it doesn't matter what it is, this adage always prevails. When your opponent is destroying themselves, you get out of the way and you let them do it. When your opponent, I don't care what the competition is, if you are engaged in some type of sport or some type of contest and you have an opponent and that said opponent is absolutely destroying themselves, you don't try to help them. You get out of the way. You get out of the way and you let them go down in flames because if you move out of the way, Republicans, if you move out of the way, you congressional Republicans, House and Senate, if you move out of the way, Joe Brandon Biden, the dementia patient, is going to go down in flames and he's going to go down in flames at the ballot box. If you if you Republicans don't shut up. Then the Democrats, listen, the Democrats right now, I told you guys, listen, I, I don't pat myself on the back all the time, but I will this time. I told you guys months ago, and I've been telling you probably week after week, I have been telling you that the Democrat party is going to implode. There's so much infighting. You don't see it because there's no reporting on it. The, the media, and, and you, you know this people, and you Democrats know this. You Democrats that'll listen to me, you know this. 98% of the media is in the back pocket of Joe Biden. 98% or so of the media, whether it's, uh, ABC, CNBC, uh, NBC, CNBC, uh, MSNBC, CNN, NPR, PBS, it doesn't matter what it is, 90 or 98% of the media is state, basically state-run media. They, the, your media in this country, I don't know why, But they all seem to be in love with authoritarianism right now, and they're trying to help the Democrats become the authoritarian party, I guess because they think they'll all be part of the same club. Well, I got news for you. There ain't room for all of you to be part of that authoritarian club that the Democrats are trying to force on this country. But that's another discussion for another day. But right now, we've got a majority of the media in this country that's acting like a state-run media doing the bidding of Joe Biden. So when the Democrats are fighting like they're fighting right now behind the scenes, you don't know it because the media won't report it. They're just trying to suppress all this. But trust me when I tell you, and this is one of those situations, do not doubt me. Do not doubt me folks, don't do it. I may not be a Yale uh uh academic. I may not be a Stanford academic. I may not hail from the college of Harvard where apparently they teach you how to plagiarize. Uh no, I don't come from those academic pedigrees, but it doesn't matter. I come from the school of hard knocks. I come from the okay, maybe not hard knocks. I come from the school of common sense though. Common sense and logic. That's the school of the on point with Victor show. And so I'm telling you, and I've been telling you, I've told you, I've been telling you for months, there's infighting going on in the Democrat party. They knew Joe Biden wasn't going to be able to be, uh, to do a second term. They knew Joe Biden wouldn't be up for this. They knew this before they knew this when they nominated him in 2020 or 2019, they knew this. But Joe Biden told him he was going to be the bridge. Joe Biden and the Democrats convinced themselves that, oh, the the, the dementia patient Joe Brandon Biden would be he would be the bridge from the old guard to the new guard in the Democrat Party. Well, the new guard is waiting. They're stomping their feet. There, my, you, we've got rain and snow probably in record numbers in parts of this country right now because the fake Indian Elizabeth Warren has been doing her rain dance uh stomping around because she wanted to get in this race, but she can't do it. And she's not and that's the funny part. they talk about building a bridge to the younger generation. There ain't no younger generation in the Democrat Party right now <laughs> You've got Hillary Clinton stomping her feet wanting to get in. You've got uh Focahos, and again, who's causing rain storms uh snowstorms all over this country because she's doing her little indian <laughs> i'm gonna I'm gonna catch so much flack for that, but I don't care but Focahos, the fake Indian Warren is out there dancing stomping up and down and and doing circles. Because she wanted to get in this race because she knows she's going to be too old to do it after this. So, And trust me, these people are fighting behind the scenes. They've been fighting for the last four years, uh, three years or so, because they thought Joe Biden would not run again. And what did I tell you? What did I tell you, people, in 2020? I told you Jill Biden is never going to give up or willingly give up the power of the White House. Jill Biden is propping Joe up. Joe Brandon Biden wouldn't be running right now were it not for Jill Biden behind him uh, holding him up. Jill Biden doesn't want to let this lifestyle go. Unlike Michelle Obama, who I tell you guys all the time, I do not believe Michelle Obama is waiting in the wings. I do not believe Michelle Obama is going to be the savior for the Democrat Party, uh, like some people are trying to say, because I don't believe Michelle Obama wants to leave her current lifestyle. So you got to understand something. The Biden's. All they know is living off the taxpayer. All they know is taking from the taxpayer and abusing the system. And they know the system well. And the Biden family has become very, very, very wealthy by abusing the political system. So they don't want to leave the political system. Jill Biden's not ready to let go of the political system. Michelle and Obama, they weren't really part. they, they They didn't have the money, and they weren't in politics long enough until he was president, and then in eight years. And now look at them. They've got a $12, 13000000 million piece of property on the water in Martha's Vineyard, uh, one of the whitest places on the planet, by the way. That's where the Obamas live. That's what Michelle... Michelle loves the lifestyle. She's not going to want to go step into this political mess that Biden's leaving. Listen, Joe Biden has us on the brink of nuclear war with Russia. Joe Biden has us uh, on the brink of war with Iran. Joe Biden has us on the brink of war with China. Joe Biden is getting us into so much uh political turmoil on the on the na- on the foreign stage, let alone the mess on the national stage. Joe Biden is making your life harder. Joe making Joe, Joe make Joe Biden is making the poor poorer. He's making the lower middle class poor. He's making the middle class non-existent. Joe Biden is doing lots of damage. And do you think Michelle Obama wants to leave her Martha's Vineyard? Do you think she wants to leave uh, her her uh, white enclave of Martha's Vineyard? She wants to leave her. I mean, I, I'm, her chefs may not be able to swim, but she can replace the chefs. I'm sure they already have. She's not going to leave that lifestyle, folks. She's not going to want to walk in and try to come because what's what's going to happen? Donald Trump is going to get elected and they're going to try to blame all of this on Trump. They're already starting. Do you think Michelle Obama wants to come in and be blamed for all this mess that Joe Biden's leaving behind? And trust me, no Democrat of today, no Democrat of today can come in and fix the mess that Joe Biden, they're just going to make it worse. But Donald Trump can come in and fix this mess. Yes, you heard me. Donald Trump can come in and fix this mess. Because Donald Trump doesn't look at everything through the lens of politics. He doesn't look at it through the lens of of what donor do I need to make happy? What lobbyist do I need to make happy? Trump doesn't do that. Trump comes in and goes, what do I need to do for the American people? What do I need to do for this country? What do I need to do to put the citizen of the United States first? That's what Trump does. That's what Trump's going to do. And they hate him for it. They hate him for it. But you ought to be happy that you've got somebody like Trump who hasn't walked away yet. He has. I mean, it's amazing that he hasn't walked away yet for what they're trying to do to him. But you know what? Trump is one of those people that when you keep going at him and you keep going at him, you just fire him up. You're firing him up. And you people know, I've told you this before. I've told you this before. Every one of you who are going to go vote later this year, every one of you who will vote in November this year, you were living during the first term of Donald Trump. You remember under $2 gasoline. Or at least under $2.50 gasoline, depending on where you were in this country. But if you were in the South, you were paying less than $2 a gallon. If you were in some places in the Midwest, you were paying less than $2 a gallon. You were able to walk in and buy eggs for half the price of what you're paying now. You could buy bacon. You could go in and buy whatever steak you wanted because it was, I don't know, five, 10 times cheaper than it is now. Everything, your rent was cheaper. Your mortgage was cheaper. If you wanted to go buy a house, you could go buy a house. You can't do that today. You can't do it today because of the policies of Joe Biden and his merry bands of progressive Democrats. They're trying to shut down oil production. They want to shut down natural gas. They want to shut down the way you live, not the way they live. Understand not the way they live. They want to shut down the way you live. And if you think they're going to be happy with you just buying an electric vehicle, You're wrong. They're not going to be happy and they're not going to stop until they get you out of a vehicle. Where do you think the power comes from from your EV? If you're one of those (laughs) snot-nosed liberals or or virtue signaling, uh, liberals, and and listen, I know not all EV owners are. There are some conservative EV owners out there as well. Uh, I know that. I'm just talking about you liberals out there who go out and buy the EVs because you think you're actually doing something to the planet. you are doing something to the planet. You're hurting it. You actually are hurting the planet. Uh, but put all that aside. If you go out because you think it's the right thing to do or because you think it's a cool vehicle and you go get your EV, where do you think the power is going to come from? You can't charge that battery without fossil fuel. There's no windmill in the world. There's no solar panel on the planet that's going to give you sufficient baseload power to power the EVs in this country, especially if everybody had one. Or if everybody who has a car today with gas tomorrow, if they had an EV, do you know how many of those EVs would be without power? Because there is no base load power that can be derived from solar panels or windmills. It's coming from fossil fuels. So what's the government going to do as they continue to allow the power grids to deteriorate? And we don't do anything about it and because the government wants to shut down oil production. They want to shut down the, the free movement of oil and gasoline and they want to shut down um, natural gas and they want to shut down all these other energy sources. They don't want to put up nuclear power. They don't want to use nuclear power. So what's going to happen? You will not be able to charge your batteries on your EV. You will be without transportation. You will have to turn to government transportation. And then the government will be able to tell you well you're in district 13 and you can't leave it without permission or you want to go somewhere well you've got to make sure there's a government train stop and you go get on that government train and that government train is going to take you to one of the stops so you just have to pick one but they're government designated stops or you go get on the government bus and that government bus is going to have a route and, and hopefully it has a route to where you want to go because if it doesn't well then, put on your happy walking shoes cuz you're going to be walking. I you some of you people will laugh at me, but you know, if you do your research and you understand what baseload power is and you understand what it means to to have a a reliable power grid and you understand how awesome nuclear power is and you understand these things and you understand it and listen to the Democrats as they tell you they want to get rid of all of these power sources then you will understand there is no way on God's green earth that you're going to have the power to power your EVs or anything else. Solar panels aren't going to do it. Windmills aren't going to do it, at least not in the next 30, 50, 7,500 years. So these politicians, they're just not, not being honest with you. And yet here we are half of this country is well i don't know if half now but 30 40 of this country is going to go march and vote for the dementia patient a guy that can't even complete a sentence i mean it's, it's you people never cease to amaze me uh but but anyway there uh, there is an infighting going on folks i'm telling you it it and it it is starting to boil over because now you are starting to see it when the media can't ignore it that's when you know it's reaching a tipping point um but right now the, the, the Democrat party, uh, led by, now this is, this is the inside, the state, the, the deep state that was put in place by Obama and the Clintons. The Obama people, the Clinton people are trying to figure out a way to get Joe Biden out. They're trying to figure out a way to get Joe Biden out. And it's just fun to watch because they're about to lose their minds. Listen, when you see polling coming out, and you know what I say? I say, be careful when you look at polling. Uh, if you're looking at at, at, at specific polls, uh, you're going to die with those polls. But if you look at polling averages, then you can extrapolate where, what really is happening. You can extrapolate the trends. And the trends are usually right. The trends get it pretty darn close to right. So if you look at the polling averages, and right now, Donald Trump is doing better every week. Every week, Donald Trump is doing better. He's increasing leads in certain places, swing states. He's increasing – he's outfunding the Demo- – he's outfunding, folks. Listen to this. He's outfunding Joe Biden in Pennsylvania. Now, the Democrats need Pennsylvania, and Donald Trump is doing well there. So right now, he's doing well in your polling averages. He's do- He's never done this well. Donald Trump's never done this well in polling averages. Now, what does Donald Trump consistently do? He consistently overperforms and outperforms his polling. So this is why the Democrats are losing their minds right now, because Donald Trump is ahead. And I can promise you the internal polling that we don't get to see the internal polling is showing Donald Trump with a bigger and bigger lead in a lot of these swing states. And that's where this race is going to be won. This is where the president is going to be won in these swing states. And Donald Trump is getting a bigger and bigger and bigger lead. And they know they know Donald Trump always has overperformed and outperformed his polling so if his polling is the best it's ever been which it is and 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 week to week to week he seems to be doing big uh, better and better and then he overperforms donald trump is going to be the next president of this country now, they're going to try to bankrupt him, which is what this, this lunatic judge in New York did, which I told you guys that, I mean, Donald Trump and his team should have asked for a jury trial. I know why they didn't, because they thought the jury would be hostile. But they should have known the judges are going to be hostile too. And they, they, this, this judge was able to make this, this decision all on his own. And he made up his mind before that case was even done. There was no crime in that case in New York. There was no crime committed. There was no victim. But this judge sat there and said, that's OK. I'm going to break. I'm going to bankrupt Donald Trump. That's what they're trying to do. They want to bankrupt him. So, look, if you want this country to get back on the right track, and, and I don't do this often, but I will tell you, I will tell you, uh, you need to donate to Donald Trump. If you want the, the dementia patient to go away, if you want to avoid wars and everlasting wars, then Donald Trump's your guy. If you want freedom and liberty in this country and you want lower taxes and you want a better economy, you want more – you want your pay to increase in your job and you want food to be affordable, you want gas to be affordable, then you better donate to Donald Trump because he's going to need your help. And it's just a fact. It's just a fact. They are – the Democrat Party's trying to bankrupt Donald Trump. That's their goal, folks. They can't get rid of him. So they're trying to, to bankrupt him and because remember what i told you before they wanted him to be the, they wanted him to be the nominee cuz they thought they could beat him now the dementia patient won't go anywhere and the dementia patient is getting his clock cleaned so far if this election were held today folks donald trump would win in a landslide and they're terrified of that so now they got to bankrupt him if they bankrupt him they feel like he can't campaign now hopefully donald trump will be able to win this without having to spend a lot of money like he did in 2016 but he's going to need some money folks he's going to need the help he's going to need to help. Now, look, this this ridiculous decision in New York, it's going to get overturned Um, at the best. It'll get overturned and thrown out at the worst. It'll get slashed big time. And he won't owe nearly what that decision was. He won't owe nearly that much. They'll chop a whole lot of that off. But he's got to get to the appeal and he's got to pay money for the appeal. And I mean, it's crazy. But listen, the Democrats, they know what they're doing and their plan now is to bankrupt him. Because they can't get rid of Joe Biden, and why can't they get rid of Joe Biden? Oh my goodness! We'll get into this. I, David, do we have to take a break? Yeah, I was just going to mention. Oh yeah, if it uh, <clears throat> looks like a dog and talks <laughs> like an idiot, <laughs> looks so, like an idiot, so, speaks so, like an so, idiot, makes so, decisions like an idiot. So what? What you're saying is if it, if he acts like dementia and he talks like dementia, and he well, if he can't even get a word, it's Probably a dementia laden president. Um, no, you're absolutely right, David. You're absolutely right. I mean, and that, uh, that judge, oh, that guy would the, scare the <laughs> hands off a circus clown. The judge in that case in New York, he made up his mind. I mean, you can look at this guy and listen to some of the things he said. He made up his mind. He was going after Trump. He, he's a oh, yeah. he's a left wing moonbat judge, and yeah. and he just, I mean, folks. They determined a case against Trump and find him an absorbent amount of money when there was no crime. There was no victim. The, the bank that they said Trump defrauded set in the court on trial in the witness stand and said, no, we weren't defrauded by Trump. We would do business with Trump again. We loved doing business with Trump. We'd like to do more business with Trump. And the judge said, yeah, no, don't, don't, don't care. Don't care. I think he defrauded. There was no victim. There was no crime. This judge just did this because he's a lunatic left-wing moon bat, just like that attorney general. And that attorney general ran. Imagine folks, imagine if, if you're in a state and you went to go vote for an attorney general and that attorney general you were going to vote for ran on the basis of they were going to target, oh, say Jesse Jackson or they're going to target Al Sharpton or, or let's just say they're going to go target whatever person you think is a good person. And they said, I'm running vote for me and I will go find the crime. Show me the man and I'll find the crime. That's what this attorney general did. This attorney general told people in New York, you elect me and I'll sue the pants off of, of Trump. What for? Well, I don't know. We'll find it. Nobody in law should be elected to any position, let alone attorney general, when they're campaigning that they're going to go after a single person. Not we're going to go after crimes. Not we're going to use a a wonderful, wonderful system of justice where everyone is innocent until proven guilty. No, she said, I'm going to go after Donald Trump. I will find something for some reason to sue the pants off of him. That's their goal, folks. They don't care about right or wrong. Now what's what's the consequences of this of this uh decision in New York? What's the consequence? Because this is what you've got to understand, folks. This isn't about Trump anymore. This isn't about Trump. Never I mean, it never was, really. It's just about stopping a guy like Trump. See, the Democrats don't want to just stop Trump. They want to stop anybody else from thinking they could do what Trump did. They want to stop any independent business person or man or woman. Who would dare think conservatively? Dare have conservative principles based on freedom, based on liberty, or populist beliefs based in freedom, based on liberty? That that are willing to put this country first. They don't want that person to come up and try to do what Donald Trump did. You so see, now you stopped freight into. into well, that oh. some of the truckers are. Yeah, some of the truckers are trying to push back. Which hey, good for the truckers. Good for the truckers. Oh. But 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 the Democrat Party and and some of the establishment Republicans. Do not want an outsider to be able to play in their sandbox, and that's what Donald – they hate Donald Trump for it. Donald Trump was never to be – never was supposed to come from the business world and defeat the Clintons, and he did it. And for that, they are trying to persecute him, and he's about to beat their boy Joe Dementia, patient Biden. So, uh, oh my gosh, folks, we got a lot to get to. Um David, should we take the break now? All right, we're going to take a break, folks. Don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Attention veterans, America's Web Radio has a contest just for you. We are giving away an AR-15 style weapon to a lucky veteran. If you are a veteran or active duty, you can enter for a chance to win by submitting an entry form at americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. That's americaswebradio.com slash giveaway. Please read the official rules for more information. Good luck, and thank you for listening. Advertise your product or service around the world on America's Web Radio for only $5 for a 30-second spot. You can send us your pre-recorded spot, or we can produce it from your copy. There is a minimum purchase of 20 spots. We will provide a confirmation of play affidavit at the conclusion of scheduled run. For more information, email gm at americaswebradio.com. That's gm at americaswebradio.com. This is a limited-time offer, so don't delay. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schurz, as we talk about the topics that doctors talk about amongst themselves, such as Medicare, Obamacare, alternative forms of care, and health information technology. Join us every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armanders, uh, the Mexican not afraid to be American. So, what is Nikki Haley doing? My goodness, folks, listen. I still, I still believe Nikki Haley is going to get out of this thing before before Saturday's election. If you look at the GOP poll, there's a a, a poll that was done just uh, I maybe yesterday uh, in South Carolina. And it was done with the GOP, uh, you know, for the primary. Uh, Donald Trump is trouncing Haley 71% to 29%. Donald Trump is going to crush her in her home state. And I just I – st- I don't care what Nikki Haley says. I don't care that she came out today and she put up this bravado, I'm going to fight, blah, I'm going to stay until Super Tuesday, blah, 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 blah. She will not survive getting trounced in South Carolina. And I can't – I'm just amazed – that she's going, if she stays in and gets beaten that bad in South Carolina, I will be surprised if she's still, if she doesn't get out. Even though she said today she's not going anywhere. Um, I don't believe it. I, I, I just don't believe that that, I, look, Haley's not a dumb lady, folks. She's really not. And, and, and it's just sad to see her do what she's doing. It's sad to see her play footsies with the establishment and do what they're, they're bidding because look, it's the establishment that's putting her up to this and pushing her along. It's the donor class and the donor class is the establishment class. And they are basically pushing Haley and, and shame on Haley for, for, For listening to them doing this, because now Haley sounds like a Democrat. Haley's out there, oh, Trump shouldn't spend money on this. Oh, Trump said this. Oh, Trump told Russia. Trump never told Russia to go attack anybody. Did Russia attack anybody under Donald Trump's presidency? From 2016 to 2020, did Russia attack anybody? No, they didn't. So this BS that people are out there saying now that Donald Trump is telling Russia to go, whatever. Donald Trump is smart business guy. And if you don't pay your bills, then you don't get the U.S. to come to the rescue. Now, if that means that you're leaving yourself out to drive, then so be it. But at least Donald Trump knows what's going to happen because it happened in 2016, 17, 18. These people, these countries in the part of NATO, they will end up paying their fair share when you're tough with them like a parent should be. Because we're the parent. The United States is the parent. When we're holding up NATO and allowing countries to be part of NATO and not pay their part, we're the parent. And sometimes the parent has to be hard and strict. And Donald Trump is the daddy. Donald Trump went in there. to He was daddy NATO. And all he is saying is you people are going to be – you paid your fair share when I was president the first term. You're going to do it again the second term. If you want daddy United States to swing their big stick on your behalf, I said stick. I said stick. If you want the U.S. to swing that big stick on your behalf, then you're going to pay your fair share. You, and that's what Donald Trump is saying. So for Nikki Haley to start r- sounding like a Democrat, it sucks. It's so, it just, it's, it upsets me. Why? Because Nikki Haley's not a dumb lady. Nikki Haley and, – and if you really look at her policies, Nikki Haley's a pretty conservative lady. She really is. She She would have some good policies. She would have been a good VP. She would have been a good VP. But with what she's doing now, I don't see how Trump could pick her. And honestly, I don't want him to pick her because I don't know if we can trust her now. I just don't know if we can trust her. So it's sad. It's sad. Nikki Haley, what a team that would have been, Trump-Haley, would have been a good team. And who knows? Trump may do it anyway because Haley uh, the the donors uh, Trump is going to need them he's going to need them and he, and the only way to get them might be to make Haley vice president so he may have to do it anyway. Look, I understand it is politics, whatever. It's just a shame that Haley's doing what she's doing and sounding like a freaking democrat right now. It's really a shame she's doing herself a disservice. A friend and I uh-huh. were uh <clears throat> watching the news with Haley on it. Uh-huh. And uh both of us were watching the same station, and it has really, I don't know if you noticed, but it's taken a toll on her. Oh, I'm Uh, sure it has. She, uh, Um. I thought she was a very attractive lady, Mm -hmm. and very much so six months ago, three months ago, Mm -hmm. but she is gone from... It's got to be stressful, because she knows... I have to like I said, Haley's not a dumb lady. No. She has to know what she's doing is wrong, and I and I don't know why they're pressuring her to stay in this race because she knows. I don't think she wants to go into South Carolina, her home state, of where she was governor and a good governor at that. Why do you want to be remembered by getting trounced in your home state? I don't know. So I I still believe she might get out before Saturday, so it's going to we'll have to wait and see, but uh but David, you're right. I this has got to be weighing on her and and i hope that once she gets out that she can mend some fences because we need haley on our side and and you republicans out there the you, you you big you 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 really hard trump supporters don't you can't ex- exile haley we need help from a lot of of people and, and if we're going to beat the democrats and haley's one of them so, uh, look, I, I can tell you, I can criticize Haley because I don't like what she's doing. But I'm not gonna exile Haley. Haley has a, has done some good things. She was a great representative of the UN. So I don't care what people say about her. I can make up my own decision and you should too. Uh, but I can't, I don't mind criticizing her. Look, I criticize Trump. If Trump does something, uh, that I think is, is just uh, outlandish and shouldn't be doing, I'll tell you. Uh, just like I don't think he should say anything about her husband. Her husband is deployed. The guy is a serviceman. The guy's in the military. He's in the National Guard. Now, um, leave him alone. Uh, who, who cares? What? I don't care if, if they're having trouble or not. Who cares? Um, so, I can criticize Trump and support him at the same time. I can criticize Haley and support her at the same time. Now. Again, I think it's a sad day that what she's doing and sounding like a Democrat and saying what she's saying and repeating Democrat talking points. It's awful when a Republican does that. And that's the kind of stuff that comes from establishment Republicans. And that's a shame because Haley never really was an establishment Republican until she ran for president. Um I, I'm you know, it's again, it's sad. It's sad because we need Haley. We're going to need her. We're going to need her to campaign for Trump, whether she's VP or not. We're going to need her to campaign for Trump. And uh, and I think Trump knows that. I, I will give you this prediction right now. When, when she gets out of the race, Donald Trump's tone's going to change. He will welcome her back. He will welcome her to the team. I don't know if he'll pick her for VVP, and I hope he doesn't, because I think she's burned that bridge. But if he does, I'm okay with it as long as Haley comes back to the old Haley and drops this, this establishment footsie game that she's playing right now and drops the Democrat rhetoric. She's got to do that. But right now, the fact that she's doing it, uh To me, that that should disqualify her from being one of Trump's choices for VP. But we'll see. We'll see, folks. I mean, it ain't all. <laughs> unfortunately, when it comes to politics, it's a lot about money. It's a lot about money. It's a lot about donors. And with the Democrat Party trying the media trying to to bankrupt Donald Trump, um he's going to need all the help he can get. And that might mean. And listen, you need to be prepared for this. You Trump, you diehard Trump supporters. Be prepared for this. He may have to choose Nikki Haley to be his VP. And it ain't all bad if she goes back to the old Haley, which I think she would. I think she would. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Look, there are some good candidates out there, and hopefully Trump will find a good one um, who stood by him uh, strong and 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 doesn't play footsies with the establishment. Uh, we don't need the establishment to be setting the agenda, folks. We don't. Uh, whether it be – damn sure don't need the Democrat – Establishment, But we don't need the Republican establishment setting any part of the agenda. We have a country to save. We have American citizens to help. We have a border to fix. And it's not going to be done by the establishment Democrats, and it ain't going to be fixed by the establishment Republicans. If you think Lindsey Graham is on your side, the Trump side right now, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. I don't care how tough Lindsey Graham speaks. Because as soon as Donald Trump is elected – Lindsey Graham will go back to being part of the gang of eight and they will push for amnesty. They will bring amnesty bill after amnesty bill to try to put it in front of Trump. You mark my words, you people who continue to be fooled by Lindsey Graham, you just wait. And one day, one day, South Carolinians, please wake up. Please, you've got to find somebody better. There's a younger, better vibrant Republican out there that can take Lindsey Graham's place. And you need to find that person. Then Kentuckians, you need to find a replacement for Mitch McConnell. There's a young, vibrant Republican out there, conservative, independent, libertarian minded that needs to take the place of Mitch McConnell. Uh, There's a whole lot of Republicans, folks. Look, some of them are retiring now and they're doing it on purpose you got to understand something. The establishment Republicans, they don't mind being the minority. They don't mind not running the House. They don't mind running from behind. And you've got some establishment Republicans right now that have their panties in a wad, just like McCarthy had his panties, still has his panties in a wad. And they're retiring right now because they're trying to – they're uh, listen, I'm telling you. They don't care if the House flips to the Democrat control, and they're trying to make it hard for the conservative Republicans. But you know what I say? Bye-bye. Bye. Get out. The more established Republicans that we can get out and replace them with independent-minded, uh conservative-leaning, libertarian-leaning independents, as long as they love this country, as long as they'll put the citizen first, as long as they'll put freedom first and liberty first, and they believe in getting rid of our stupid tax system, our progressive tax system needs to go. If we have Republicans like that, those are the ones we need to bring in, and if it means that we have to maybe – lose 2 years to the democrats in the house but but we'll gain it back with with new republicans and then let's do it Let's do it. But I don't think we're going to lose the House. I don't. I think we're going to get some new Republicans with these old Republicans getting out of there, new vibrant Republicans coming in. Joe Biden has screwed this country up so much. The Republicans ought to. They really should ride that wave that everybody looked for. You know, that wave that started in Florida and ended in Florida, <laughs> that wave, we're going to need that in 2024. And we'll see. We'll see if we get it. I I, I do think we're going to get something of the sort. I. I, I think the Republicans will win the House. I think they'll win the Senate, and I think they're going to win the presidency. If they lose any of those three, it's probably going to be the House, but uh I think they'll get the Senate, and I think they'll get the presidency. Uh It's going to be uh, uh something else, folks. It's going to be something else, but make no mistake. Jill Biden is not going to let Joe Biden go anywhere to the dismay of the Democrats, and it's not just that, folks. It's not just that. The Democrats put that—Joe Biden—actually, Yeah, actually, Jill Biden, as much as she disliked— Kamala Harris, what a smart thing it was to do to put Kamala cackling Harris on the ticket because Joe Biden has his insurance. You can't just get rid of Joe Biden because nobody wants Kamala Harris and Kamala Harris can't go up against Trump. She's going to lose just as bad as Biden, which is why the Democrats want to bring in the great white hope. The Democrat Party that tells you that you need to change your life and do whatever you can do to elevate the black people or brown people, whatever, they tell you that the white male is the worst thing to this country. No, a white straight male, they tell you, is the worst thing that can happen in this country. They tell you that every problem in this country is because of a white straight male. But yet, who are they trying to bring in to replace the oldest white straight male president right now? Who are they trying to bring in? The great white hope from California, Gavin Newsom, a younger straight white male, Everything the Democrats tell you is wrong with the country, white, straight males, they're trying to usher in to replace Kamala Harris because they don't want her. They want the great white hope from California, Gavin Newsom, or they want the great white whiter hope. You know, Gavin Newsom has a tan out there in California. Uh, they may want to bring in the great the great wider hope, which which would be <laughs> uh, uh, Gretchen, whatever that Gretchen lady, Gretchen, Gretchen something in Michigan. Trust me, folks, this is what the Democrats are trying to do behind the scenes, but they can't figure out how to get Kamala out. So the only way to do it is to force Joe Biden out. The only way to do it is for Joe Biden before the convention to say, I'm out, I'm out, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm gone. And for Joe Biden to step down, because if he steps down before the convention, well, then Kamala has to fight for it just like anybody else. And Kamala's not going to get the nomination, folks. <laughs> She's not going to get the nomination, um, but she might be able to make it a fight though, because black suburban women who still vote in numbers for uh, uh, for Democrats, you take Kamala off of that ticket. And you remove her or you try to fight her for this nomination, if Joe Biden steps down, black women are going to stay home. They're not going to vote. Uh, and that's just going to bode well for the Republicans. So the Democrats have a problem. They have a they have pigeon foot in themselves. And, and, and again, this was probably a brilliant move by Jill Biden. There's no secret that Jill Biden does not like cackling Kamala Harris. But to allow her on the ticket, it was insurance for Biden. Wow. It looks pretty smart that they did that. It's pretty smart that they made that DEI uh, <laughs> choice by bringing in cackling Kamala because she's disliked more than Joe Biden is disliked and nobody wants her. So they are not going to go after Joe Biden with the vigor that they could go if it wasn't for Kamala Harris being next in line. So, I mean, it's very interesting. Jill Biden, boy, I I tell you what, she might not be a medical doctor, but she's pretty smart <laughs> because I'm telling you, she's behind this. Jill Biden is behind it. Listen, I, I'm like a freaking prophet today. There's just an article was just posted. Then this article, listen to this headline. Dr. Jill, Dr. Dr. Jill, the puppet master expert says first lady likes power. No, ladies and gentlemen. Jill Biden doesn't like power. She loves the power. She loves the power. <laughs> Jill Biden ain't going anywhere. She's going to hold up Joe. They're going to fight the Obamas, they're going to fight the Clintons, they're going to fight the in, the, uh, the the deep state because they're going to Jill Biden doesn't want to go anywhere, which means Jill uh, has to hold up Joe, and she's going to do it. Uh and it's funny and part of their leverage is cackling Kamala Harris. Because the only way, the only way out for Joe Biden – and and this is what they're trying to get him to do, folks. This is what – they make no mistake. This is what they're trying to get Joe Biden to do. They want Joe Biden to get in front of the cameras. They would love for him to do it at the State of the Union. They want him to get in front of the cameras and say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just too old. I can't do this anymore. We need a younger generation. And then you know what Joe Biden would do? If, if they're able to get him to do this, Joe Biden's gonna put a knife in their back because he's gonna look at the cameras and, and, and you heard it here first. And he's gonna go, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just too old. I gotta get, I, I have to pave the way. I've done what I did. I made the bridge. I paved the bridge. And now I'm gonna step aside and I'm gonna make room for a deserving black woman. We're gonna elevate black women all over this country because I'm gonna get out of the way and I'm gonna let the black woman cackling Kamala Harris take over. Now, that's what I think Joe Joe Biden would do if the Democrats are successful in convincing him that he's got to get out because he's not just going to leave and take Kamala out with him. I think he would stick her there. Oh, it's oh, it's going to be because then he could have a legacy. What would Joe Biden's legacy be? Joe Biden right now, his legacy legacy is he's a dementia-laden president who can't speak, who doesn't know where he is, can't walk off a stage on his own, can't walk up the stairs to Air Force One on his own. Folks, pay attention. There's a Secret Service guy that mirrors Joe Biden when he's going up and down steps because Joe Biden can't do it by himself. Joe Biden can't do interviews. Joe Biden didn't do a Super Bowl interview. The most watched Super Bowl and I don't know how long Joe Biden didn't take advantage of getting in front of those eyes because he can't answer questions without screwing up. He might fall asleep. He's going to say something like, I'm really He just can't do it. The man is suffering cognitively. He can't do it. And yet, Joe Biden's going to hold him up. And the only way out for this guy, see, that's his legacy right now. His legacy is he's a dementia-laden president that's going to get beat by Donald Trump, who they're trying to to litigate to death. And he's still going to lose. That's what's going to happen. That's his legacy. Unless, unless he steps down, and says, I'm going to get out of the way for the black woman. I'm going to let the black woman take take her place, her rightful place. If he did that, then he's going to go down in history as being the guy that that got out of the way, the guy that, that was going to run, but decided that he would not run anymore because he wanted to elevate the black woman. That's his ticket out of this. I just don't think Joe Biden's going to let him do it. Um, but again, it depends. I, I guess... How much pressure can the Democrats put on him? How much control does Obama still have? How much control do the Clintons still have? Now, here's the other problem. Nobody wants Kamala Harris. So they don't want Joe Biden to do what I just said he could do. They don't want him to do that because Hillary wants to step in. Pocahontas wants to step in. The great white hope is which, what the Democrats want. They want him to step in. Gretchen Wilson from Michigan, she wants in on this. Uh, you got a governor in Kentucky who would actually probably be their best choice, but they won't do it because he's not progressive enough. Actually, all Democrats are progressive right now, in my opinion. I don't care what they say. Um, and the fact that this dude in Kentucky was able to fool Kentuckians, golly, what does that say about Kentuckians? But that Democrat that was just reelected to the governorship of Kentucky, uh, that guy is a guy that they could look at. Um, I can't remember. Bershir, I think is his name or something like that. Um, I'm telling you, folks, it's this is just going to be fun to watch because, again, Jill Biden's not going to let Joe Biden go anywhere. And Joe Biden can't campaign. Joe Biden can't do an interview. I don't know how he's going to do the State of the Union. They're going to drug this man up. You want to get a look at what experimental drugs are out there? Then you watch part of the State of the Union because they're going to drug Joe Biden up so much. Joe Biden's probably – they're probably going to keep him in nappy-nap time for three or four days before they let him drug him up and do this the State of the Union. Um, I, I mean, folks, and then I don't even – I still don't know if he's going to be able to make it through without gaffing it up. Uh, they're going to drug him up, and they're going to tell him, "Don't you take your eyes off the teleprompter. Don't do it. You read the teleprompter, and you walk out of that room." That's what they're going to tell him to do. We'll just see if he can do it. Um, I, I, it's. I'm going to laugh if, if there's a problem with the teleprompter, and he has to get, and he gets stuck. Boy, we're going to see something on, on that State of the Union, folks. It's going to be something. That I, and, and that's if anybody even watches it. Um, I'll watch it for the show so I could tell you, but my goodness folks, my goodness so so that's the state of the land right now, ladies and gentlemen, that is the state of the land. Um, they want every Democrat behind the scenes wants Joe Biden off that ticket, but they can't do it because they don't want Kamala Harris. Jill Biden doesn't want to go anywhere. Jill Biden's not going to let go of the power. Jill Biden loves this power, and Jill Biden thinks they can beat Trump again. jill biden and 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 a lot of Democrats, they really believe that American people won't vote for Trump. They believe their own press and they believe some of these polls. But these polls that are showing, oh, 53% of the country doesn't want Donald Trump. Well, those those are registered voters. They're not likely voters. You go look at the polling for likely voters, ladies and gentlemen. You go look at what's happening and they're moving to Donald Trump. You've got people, voters, who didn't vote for Donald Trump in 2020, didn't support 2022. Now they're looking at Trump going, you know what? I think I can live with him. I think I can. Li- I remember what he did in his first four years. And I know, I know there's, there's just the media and all this. there's just going to be one heck of a crap show, but I think I can deal with it. I think I can deal with it for lower gas prices. I think I can deal with it for lower food prices. I think I can do it for lower inflation. I think I could do it for a lower cost of living. I think I can do it. If it means the rates are going to drop and I might be able to buy a house or maybe my kids can buy a house. That's the way the voter right now is starting to think. And I'm not talking about the Trump support. Trump's got 30, 35 percent that's not going to leave him. Uh, but there's a group of independents that are that so-called independents and Republicans that will decide this vote, uh, decide November. And they're coming back to Trump. The polling is showing it. The trends, I should say, the trends are showing it. So it's quite interesting, quite interesting. All right. That let me move on to a little bit before we get to the end of the show because I I I got to, I didn't want to say much last week about Taylor Swift because I really don't care who goes to football games or Super Bowls or I didn't I do not even care who's in the Super Bowl I'm not the biggest American football fan <clears throat> I'm a soccer guy you guys know that to the dismay of uh, producer Brett who is a big hockey fan look I like hockey too I I, I could watch more hockey than I watch American football. Uh, but it's a great sport. It is a great sport. And Super Bowl's huge. Super Bowl's huge. It's fun. Even I watched a lot of the Super Bowl. Uh, I didn't watch one NFL game this season. Not one. But I watched some of the Super Bowl, uh, not just because I had money on it. <laughs> you know, folks, uh, you get into some of this betting on uh, these parlay bets and things like that. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. It makes you watch a game uh, differently um, because you're looking for individual performance, and uh, it's kind of neat. It's kind of neat. So, but uh, but I I, I didn't want to say much about Taylor Swift because I really don't care who goes to these games or not. But I I, I do have something to say now. The more I see. And, and I don't know what it is. You've got conservatives and Republicans that are just trashing Taylor Swift and, or, or coming up with some conspiracy theories about her and Biden. Look, I, you all know she's going to support Biden. She's part of that celebrity class. They're always going to support Democrats until somebody B slaps them and they wake up. I mean, I, I don't know what it is. But these people have theirs. There's nothing that the Democrats can do to make their life miserable. The Democrats can do plenty to make our lives, your lives, our lives, the working man, the working woman, they're making, the Democrats are making their lives miserable on a daily basis. But celebrities, they don't know. Celebrities don't shop for themselves. They don't drive their own cars. They don't, they don't, they don't do anything for themselves. They don't know. They don't understand how bad the Democrats are for the American people. For the run-of-the-mill Joe Blow and Jill Blow, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't use those names, uh, but the run-of-the-mill worker, your blue-collar worker, the Democrats are killing them, killing them. Celebrities don't understand that. They don't know. They just don't know. Uh, so I don't care what... Taylor Swift thinks about politics. Don't care what Kelsey, whatever that dude's name is, cares about politics. I don't care how many uh, booster shots Kelsey gets. The guy's an idiot for doing it. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Uh and I think he looks like a total dork on uh, on on TV for doing commercials for a booster that we know doesn't work. Uh you're just you're you're hyping it up for a pharmaceutical to just take more of your money. Whatever. Uh but but I will say this. You Republicans and conservatives in, out there who are who are upset with Taylor Swift and you think there's something going on with Joe Biden and Taylor Swift and blah 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 who cares? Don't 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 look at it that way. Look at it this way. Taylor Swift is a proper capitalist. Taylor Swift is the is a proper capitalist, a a, a freedom-loving capitalist. Now she may not understand it, she should that she's making billions, I guess, off of singing songs because the American people will send her money and buy her music and buy her tickets to her shows. Um, She's a capitalist. So whether she wants to admit it or not, she's a downright proper capitalist. So, um, I I mean, there's no way around it. Here's Here's a lady, girl, whatever, Taylor Swift, who, when she wants to go eat, gets on a private jet to go do it. Taylor Swift will get on a private jet And burn more wonderful, beautiful fossil jet fuel and spit out the biggest carbon footprint. And she doesn't care. (laughs) She does it because she's an American and she believes in capitalism. So good for her. Good for her. That girl gets up and gets, she doesn't get in a car and go on a road trip. She doesn't get in an EV to save the planet. She doesn't go stand in security lines to get on a big old plane uh to fly where Delta goes. She's not going to fly with peasants. No. She goes and gets on a beautiful private fossil fuel jet burning carbon footprint leaving jet airplane and good for her. Good for her for doing it. You know what? If I could afford a private jet, I'd do it too. <laughs> so so don't be mad at Taylor Swift. Be glad. Be glad that she's got the money to go out and get on her private jet and go wherever she wants to go. She flew from Tokyo, the other side of the planet, to come watch her boyfriend throw a football around and run around on a field. (laughs) And what else can I say, Producer Brett, about football? These people get paid millions. They don't get paid what you get paid. They get paid millions to play a game. And she gets – I don't know, Roger. I don't know about that. It it is a pigskin. So Roger brings up a good point. We're locked and loaded. Can Muslims play with a pigskin football? I don't know. But what I do know is Taylor Swift is a proper capitalist, and you shouldn't be mad at her. You shouldn't be mad at her. Taylor Swift gets on her private jet every day and goes wherever she wants when she wants. Uh, good for her. Good for her. So, all right, folks, we're getting close to the end of the show. I had a lot to say. I got to say something real quick. Let me find it real quick in my notes here before we leave. Uh, you guys know, last week I talked about trans shooting uh, epidemic that's happening in this country. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you want to look it up for yourself because some of you got mad at me. Listen, uh, folks, the Colorado shooter was a trans. The Nashville shooter was a trans. The Al- Alberdene shooter was a trans. The Denver school shooter, trans. The Iowa school shooter, trans. The Lakewood church shooter, trans. You see what's happening, ladies and gentlemen? The media won't tell you why. Why won't they tell you? Why wouldn't the media tell you what 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 about the person who shot up the parade in Kansas City? How did you know that that wasn't a white dude? Because the media didn't tell you it was a white dude. And they kept trying to hide who it was because it's black on black crime. And the media and the Democrat Party doesn't care about black on black crime. Do you know, have you heard about the victims? Have you heard about the victims, the innocent people who were shot at the Kansas City parade? No, you haven't. Why? Black on black crime. The Democrats don't care about black on black crime. And neither do does the media. So, folks, let that percolate in your little minds for a while and we'll be back next week but don't you go anywhere folks don't go anywhere locked and loaded is up next with roger b and i'm sure roger b's got lots to talk about folks so don't go anywhere and we'll see you next week folks this has been victor with the on point with victor show the views opinions and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on america's web radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station you're listening to america's web radio on the americas broadcast network.com thank you for listening.